Welcome to Be Still and Know, a weekly devotional podcast for New Covenant Lutheran Church. This new podcast presents a new challenge for me, to be comfortable in sharing my own thoughts and musings from the unique way that God speaks to me. It's not often profound, and it's certainly not very loud. I have to truly listen and open myself up to what he is trying to get me to listen to. I listen to a lot of different things. Not all of them good, either. The sound of the news reporters with yet more bad news. The sounds of people sharing stories of others or themselves about sickness, bad situations, or failure. Not to mention the sounds of people eating or a sniffy nose, which can drive me crazy, and I become fixated on that sound. If only I were able to be that fixated on listening for the sound of God's voice. Wow, how awesome would that be? I'm hopeful that through the process of this new podcast, I can learn to hear the sound of God's voice first, before the other sounds that are so loud and prevalent throughout the week. This past week, I read from April 12th to April 18th in the book, and there were a number of those messages that stuck out to me. If you don't have the devotional, that's okay, you can still listen along. But if you'd like to read with me, you can jump in at any time and pick up with the current week. I'll post the link to the book in the podcast text. So this week took me on quite a journey. Some of the key themes were about grace, vulnerability, new life, and being authentic as a Christian. There was much that stuck out to me this week, and I'll try and organize my thoughts as I share those nuggets with you all. Every hour of every day of every week, we have the opportunity and potential to be great, truly great. But there are many times when things trip us up. Life tells us that these things are sent to get in the way, to prove to us that we aren't good enough or strong enough or smart enough. But that's just your glass half empty talking. One thing that stuck out to me this week from Wednesday's reading was that I needed to strive to look for the glass half full in everything. I know that's easy to say. There are sometimes huge mountains in our way that won't even fit into a glass to show us how to be a glass half full. It's in those moments with those huge obstacles that we dial back and remember the message behind what we read on Saturday this week. From Matthew 19:26, With God, all things are possible. So knowing that helps me to remember in all situations there is an answer and there is a way through. I find that especially comforting as I look back on my own week and this past week in the world. Many of you listening to this will hear a faint accent in my voice. Some would say not so faint. That's because I grew up in England. And this week I have spent a lot of time reading about my homeland with the passing of Prince Philip. Knowing that Her Majesty the Queen lost her husband of 73 years and then, because of COVID, had to sit alone as she watched him be lowered into the vault under St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle was a moment that touched me deeply. Those are the moments in life that I pray that we're able to have strength, that I pray we're able to know that somewhere in that pain, there is a glass half full. This leads me to think of something else we read on Saturday this week, the day of Prince Philip's funeral. As long as we're willing, God is able. 
even on our toughest days, when the thought of putting one foot in front of the next seems too much to bear, as long as we're willing to try, God will be there to support and love us. Basically, God's got our back. I did have some wonderful moments of levity with my reading this week too. We read early in the week about grace and new life. Grace is one of those things where I feel like I need to show a little more. I'm sure some of you listening feel that way sometimes too. The best thing about grace is that God shows it time and time again to us. God reminded me this week that I am his precious child, and as part of my baptism and accepting him as my father, he has offered me a new life in him, one that I can live freely each and every day. And the best part? This life does not come with any conditions. God offers this to us freely. All we have to do is reach out and take it. This reminds me of a conversation we had with one of our children this week about things being free. So we're playing the Monopoly game at Albertsons right now, and she just loves ripping open the tickets to see what we won. She was so excited at all of the free coupons we were getting, except that the items weren't really free. They were 50 cents off here, a dollar off there. God's new life for us doesn't have any conditions, and it's certainly not just 50 cents off. He offers it to us for free. This brings me to another thought from the reading this week about desiring to do good and be a good Christian as Paul reads in Romans 7.18. We all want to be the best behaved child possible for our Heavenly Father, but sometimes, unfortunately, the natural human responses of selfishness and pride can get in the way. God reminded me this week that just like we tell our own children to say thank you when someone gives them something, us choosing to do and be the good in the world is our way of saying thank you to God for the grace and the new life he has given us. The last piece I'd like to share with you this week is about vulnerability. To be completely open and honest, choosing to create this podcast and share my own thoughts and insights with those of you listening has me in a particularly vulnerable position. And that's both exciting and a bit scary. What if I say something wrong or embarrass myself? That is a real possibility. But there is also a real possibility to grow and become stronger. And that is what I'm focused on. Vulnerability takes humility. And as we read in James 4, 6, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. So I ask you, is there something in your life that you're perhaps avoiding because it makes you vulnerable or uncomfortable? I'd like to challenge you to explore that, bring it up with God, and see how he might encourage you to step out into that out-of-the-box zone. Because if you do... That is where the real growth can happen. We read this week that being real and authentic in who we are as Christians is how we're going to be judged many times in our lives. And I can confidently tell you that it is my goal and hope that I can be the truly authentic person that God has made me to be in all situations. I pray that we can be humble, honest, willing and open as we step out in this awesome new life that God has given to us every day.
Amen.